What is real? How do you define real? real? Like everyone else, you were born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. The Fashion Matrix Podcast with Pablo Mentor. Wake up and be free. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me get, okay. All right, let me get liquid death. Hold on. <laughs> All right, while Kevin is back, welcome everyone to the Fashion Matrix podcast. What's going on? And I just gave you, I, I, just, I just gave away my, 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 my guest, but I'm, I'm going to tell you again. So welcome to the Fashion Matrix podcast. And for tonight's episode, I'm very, very excited because I'm bringing a good dear friend of mine that the story is pretty fucking funny he started as a, as a he attended one of my seminars and then we became super very good friends he came here to mexico he stayed at my place my family loves him i love him not only that he's someone that i admire because i wanted to bring him especially for today's episode because he's a terrific salesperson a terrific uh communicator not even sales a communicator he knows how to infiltrate your mind in such a beautiful elegant way that you don't even know and all of a sudden he's selling you some shit and you're like what, what, what the hell happened like oh and we actually I mean, you know there's a funny story that I'll, I'll i'll tell i'll make him tell you the story about we were out on a hike and he told me he, he basically not a bet but he almost placed a bet like i bet you that they're not gonna say hello to you and they're gonna say hello to me and i was like hey, get the fuck out of here kevin come on man but anyway Without any further ado, let's bring my good brother, successful entrepreneur and a terrific communicator and salesperson, Kevin Marroquin. You're not Marks. <laughs> Kevin Marks. My Fair brother. enough. What's going on, man? What's going my on? My brother, Pablo. Cheers, man. Thanks for that. <laughs> What's up, man? Dude. Did I just give away your, your last name? I'm sorry, man. Shit. No, man. I have that public on Facebook. You can go back I and search that up and you'll see it. No, of course not. Yeah, and man. Fucking, yeah. I'm here. Thanks for having me, man. I got, uh, as you can tell, I'm currently traveling right now for work. So I'm in the Bay Area near San Francisco. So excuse the uh, hotel uh, scenery behind me. <laughs> well, it actually looks nice. I thought it was your place. And I was like, damn, that, that was beautiful. Like, shit. Look at me. This, this is actually Maya's place. This used to be my office. And now this right. is Maya's place. Uh, oh, man. Is that where I was staying? Yeah. I got oh, <laughs> room, by the way. Yeah. This is your fucking Hey, man, room. get out of my room. Forget my room. How how are you, man? How how are things and and everything over there? Oh, everything's going great. Uh, ringing in the new year, learning more about you know the things we're gonna be talking about, whether it's communication and sales and and just building and making new plans, having a, coming to own a lot of my maturity in yeah. in terms of getting to the next level, you know, because there's always levels to it, and once you think you know. Yo, shit. Then here comes another. Level. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's for sure. That's for damn sure. Every yeah, time, yeah. every time. So uh, growing in that aspect and yeah, just continue to grow more, man. I'm so happy I got to see you earlier this summer and just yeah. you know, fills my heart. Let's talk about that, man. What was your deep? Uh, what was the, the best part of your trip here in Mexico City? 
Oh, you already know. You already know. The tacos. The tacos. I always thought everybody was full of shit. Because everybody in LA and San Diego would always say, Oh, no, you got to go to Mexico. You get Mexico if you want real tacos. And I'm like, I don't fucking get it. Like, you, why can't they bring the tacos over here? I don't understand. The Mexican, hey, the Mexican is, is making my food over here. I'm going to yeah. go there. It's going to be the same shit. But... But they were just out of this world. So the food, the tacos, and yeah, I mean, it was all great. I, I also probably, even though I really did love the tacos, one of my most favorite parts was going to see the uh, pyramids. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so that that was very magical, and uh, yeah, there was a strong energy over there. Yeah, it was right. It, it yeah. you felt it immediately, and I, I I remember you telling me the difference between like an old cathedral super famous here in mexico and you know the architecture is beautiful but you didn't want to enter because it was like oh man you are a pretty spiritual guy as well which we're not going to talk about yeah. today but you okay. feel these energies and everything and then you yeah. went to the in quotes pyramids i peeked my head inside that cathedral and it just oh. felt a little off it felt weird it is yeah <laughs> horrible man. yeah horrible But anyway, man. So I wanted to bring you because I want to talk about sales, right? Uh, yeah. I'm 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 starting to uh, educate people over here in Mexico in regards to sales, and there's a bug. man. There's a lot of things that I've I've encountered because, as you know, because you've been here, uh-huh. we are like 15 years in the past, right? Like we are yeah. behind you guys, yeah. right? And the things that you know. Jordan Belfort, Grant Cardone. I think people are just starting to to read sell or be sold. Like some people knew about it, but they just rebranded it and 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 they made their own fucking shit over here in Mexico, like the Mexican paisa version, which is pretty fucking funny. But now, because I remember I I I I have my fucking degree, like you know, with Cardone University. I have the straight line persuasion. I am a fucking certified uh, Tony Robbins and Madanis. Uh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm Tony Robbins coach. And back in the day, when I start, when I was doing it, nobody knew what, what I was talking about here in Mexico. I was like, Tony Robbins is that like an ice cream or something? And I was like, dude, come on. like an ice cream. Yeah, because there's uh, Robbins or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, no, dude. And now they're just starting to realize because there's more entrepreneurs, in quotes. Like, uh-huh. we're so behind. So I'm seeing a whole lot of holes, if that makes sense, when, when it comes to selling and entrepreneurs over here, the sales forces over here in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And everyone knows that Americans come here and they open up their businesses in Mexico and they exploit the shit out of the Latin yeah. American business. Yeah. Capitalism so, 101. Yeah. Yeah. They do it with so, any third world country. <laughs> damn, now that burn. Burn. But it is what it is, man. Yeah, you're yeah. true. You're, 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 you're right. You're right. It is, it is the truth. So I've seen you in action. I've seen your growth when you first started and and up to the point where you are right now. And, and, and man, I just I just admire you, man. I just admire your energy, first of all. I admire your technique because I know that it, it may to the untrained eye, it might seem like you're just having fun, like ah, yeah, whatever. Hey, but you are infiltrating yeah. the people's uh, comfort, right? You make them feel yeah. so comfortable, right? And that's why you get get them to to to, to sign and 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 something that I remember you telling me when I, when, when you was here that you have no worry no worries 
if you lose a job or if you lose a business, whatever the fuck, because you're such a great communicator and, and a salesperson, yeah. you have that level of confidence now that you know that you're, you'll make it no matter where you are, right. no matter what, what fucking country, whatever the fuck, you, you know. So the first question, bro, is how important is sales for anybody, right? For anybody who... Right. Because I'm seeing people are, well, you know, I don't consider like they're kind of scared of saying right. I'm a salesperson. They they're not proud of saying they're a salesperson. And then how important was sales for you in your own right. development? Well, yeah, I mean, you kind of touched on it a little bit, talking about how confident I am. Whether you know, if I start a business or I start working at a specific place or a specific brokerage, no matter what happens, I'm always going to be okay, right? Because that's what sales does for you. You know, I started doing off sales. Well, if we go way, way back, the first, first sales job I ever had was I grew up very broke, very, very poor. And I remember being in high school and they, they're like, Hey, sell this box of chocolates. And for every box of chocolate that you sell like, uh, like it was like, 25 or 30 you get five dollars out of it and i'm like wait a minute you're not giving prizes you're actually giving cash for this uh okay i wanted a drum set so badly right so i saw this selling chocolates and i saved up up to 200 dollars to find my first drum set i went to malts i went door to door uh and i was only like 14 15 at the time and it was my first sales experience and and I was a little bit smaller minded at the time. So I just got the $200 and I quit right away. <laughs> got my drum set and went right into it. We'll talk about that in, in a moment. Like the limiting belief of, uh, when, when it comes to making money and shit. But that's right. that, man, that's fucking funny. Yeah. yeah. I think I told you the story. I started selling chocolates as well when I was, in, I was fucking Damn. six or something like that. Yeah. No way. Like, that's how I know you're a fucking hustler. That's how it started. I was like, okay, I don't have any way to make money. Here's one way. And it was, they were really, they were really pipping us out at that school though. <laughs> how long did it take you to, to build? One week. What? One week at $200. And I was, and mind you, this is not the internet age so much, right? And and so, no yeah, $200 in one week from just hustling like crazy. And my mom even looked at me like, where the hell did you get this drum set? She thought I stole it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're a cholo, right? Hey, mama, what are you? Right. Right. She didn't believe that I got money. Anyways, that's another story. So that's where it all started. And that's that's when I really like saw for the first time, like, wow, if you just go up to people and ask them something like, you know, even though they'll reject you or something like uh, they'll, they'll pay for whatever service you might have. And and also it taught me rejection as well. But I wasn't getting a lot of rejection because I was I looked very young for my age. So I looked like a little boy you know, like really younger than even 14. Yeah. And I think, and I knew, and I kind of knew that at that age. And I knew that that was something that I could exploit, exploit use to my wow. advantage. And I think that's where, it, yeah, that's where it kind of started coming in. And, and so, but it's funny. Cause then my first, after that, you know, I had some little tiny sales jobs, but the next real serious sales job that I had was doing the door to door cold calling and starting your real estate. Yeah. And, that's where I started realizing like, Hey, that little boy image actually really isn't helping you out here. And it's almost like, that's how I started with the real estate and that, that was not the best. <laughs> so I quickly yeah. learned, but, um, but just going back to your question, you know, how everything helped me, you go back to making the cold calls and just getting rejected in and out so many times and hitting the doors. You, you start, you, I, I, I knew that 
the formula had to be made for me to get these people attention for them to speak to me long enough for me to get to the appointment and then to ultimately getting the listing signed or whatever it was I was trying to get signed so it instilled in me not only the prospecting part but then having to sell myself at the table to just build a strong inner game and then the confidence I need to move forward not just with sales but with everything in my life exactly yeah so I mean basically is it fair is it fair to say that first you started developing yourself then you got good at, at sales or it was yeah it, it was uh, at the same time Gary Keller the million dollar real estate uh real estate agent right he has a book uh million dollar real estate agent and there was one line in there that just took me hard like it got a hold of me hard and it, it said work to earn not to no work to learn not to earn <laughs> right and yeah. and i was like i was like damn yeah I'm, i'm so focused on making that quick buck that i could lose myself right away and i i always had that kind of radical free thinking that way of thinking you know just doing things i was always a rebel i was always an outcast and and it has to do mostly in part because my dad wasn't in my life and people you know how parents and friends parents are when they see that oh he doesn't have a father he's always out at night he's he's a he's a rigmarole he's just going around he's a a vagabond you know do so you think, yeah i'm, I'm sorry no, go right. ahead go ahead go ahead do you think that's like a, a a part of the recipe to to have someone build really massive success because you don't see someone be building like a really massive super huge empire by having rich parents and having everything handed to them I mean, maybe they'll inherit their parents shit, but yeah. they themselves making something do, do you think like look, maybe lacking a parent or being a fucking drug addict or something like that do you think that's part of the recipe i don't know if it's absolutely necessary i mean definitely it's um there's just so much to learn from when you go through some hardships like that right if you're so coddled and taken care of from when you have two parents like and, and it, it's it's a cruel irony in a sense right because you have a daughter now right and if yeah. i was to have a kid i want to give them everything i can fuck you're right but we even if i didn't come from that and so but if i'm just going to talk about just me and my position and where i came from there's no way in hell i would be the person you see in front of you if i had my two parents with me that were both very attentive and always caring for me i did have that up until i was 10 before my father left my family and then from there my mom fell apart like completely fell apart started partying etc and i was really just left alone to always go to my friend's house every night and it was like sleeping over at their house eating their food that's not and safe yeah that's not safe <laughs> and that was yeah and they saw this everyone saw this <laughs> so yeah just going going back to your question about yeah it it, de it definitely helps it's going through those trials and tribulations and then learning from them and being able to actually yeah like bring something positive of it you yeah. can't just because you know people will go through shit and then when they go through shit they can they can make it a, a in in woe is me kind of mentality Well, you know, I went through something special, so <laughs> I am. Special. Uh, so, so actually, um, you know, I guess I'm just going to be broke for the rest of my life. Why do I even try? Yeah, yeah. give me and, something because I'm so special. I deserve everything because right. you don't know what I've been through. Yeah, I, I, I could never, I could never live like that. I don't know what it was, but you know, Dude, man, go, yeah. Go, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, uh, just you know, we going back to is it 
was it hard you know with two parents versus one i mean when my mom left another extreme thing my, my mom when my dad left another extreme thing happened where i got lit on fire and when i got lit on fire like wow. i got third degree burns over 20 percent of my body and you know and it was i was in bed rest for close to eight months uh two months in the hospital always on morphine and the recovery process mm. versus actually getting lit on fire is much worse because you have to not to get gruesome here but you have to like take off your bandages every day and you have to scrub it with like a hard sponge to clean it and i, I it, it was it was terrible so on top of just it's excruciating getting getting correct burned, like, every oh. every fucking day correct every day for just, how long uh did i have to clean the wounds for yeah. for about five six months i would say and then and then they finally started healing up because they, they wouldn't close so yeah. and if and every day they would go bacteria yellow bacteria on it so i'd have to arbs everything and oh, so when you man. and i bring up that story because when you go into that much pain you go, you go back to school and then your scars are so much more noticeable and you know kids yeah. can be cruel and i i think at that point you know okay he doesn't have a father you know, uh, his mom's absent. He's going about doing his own stuff. He got lit on fire. The principal said some fucked up things about me during the assembly saying these stupid kids. And so, you know, it was so bad. And uh, at that point, somewhere around like 13, 14, I was like, you know what? If no one is going to give a fuck, like if no one is like, it just thinks that I'm like, gonna just, I'm, I'm done. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. Like I got to like really do what I want and not take action acting as if i care what others think because they already think the lowest of me possibly okay okay yeah i feel you man i feel right. i mean it, and that and that just helped me to just kind of have my own way in terms of sales and just kind of move in that direction yeah well yeah you have your own flair that's that's for sure that yeah. probably stems for that for, from that of course mm -hmm. that 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 kind of like uh not caring like kind of like Jim <laughs> funny way but I know, and you know, and everyone, well, not everyone knows, but that you studied, you studied your butt off, man, to, to right. understand communication and understand that if you lower your voice, if you make a, a this, if you wear yeah. something, it, it's going to be easier. So let's, let, 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 let's talk about some basic F shit about <laughs> sales, man. Because I'm course. Talking, the people that I'm teaching sometimes they, they have really they have no idea, dude. They're, they're not even using social media to sell their shit. Mm -hmm. That's how basic this is. This is man. Like, I love it. Yeah. Not, I mean, like, dude. So I mean, I you told well, I don't love it, but you told me yeah. that well, you know, this that, and and you already gave me the whole thing of prospecting and cold calling. Like, dude, there's people here that don't believe in cold calling. They believe in warm calls only. Mm -hmm. Which I mean, yeah, it's it's your first circle right your mom and they're still like, nervous with that it's fucking stupid but they don't believe in cold calls they don't believe yeah. in door knocking over here in mexico because they think it's so uh unsafe which in a way it is if yeah. you go to like Catepec, right which is right. like, one of the worst places here in mexico or fucking tepito like if you go to this place and you door knock on them of course you might get your ass beaten or even killed or kidnapped i don't know shit but that has made the sales industry over here in Mexico and overall Latin America, because we are a third world country, right? We're hustling all the time, and you felt it, right? You yeah. feel like people are. Oh trying. yeah, everyone's really moving around, trying to get their own. It was actually pretty respectable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but let's talk about sales. 
Yeah. Would you say it's like the first thing when you want to sell? Do you do you want to do you want to make them feel like you're trying to get the you know, like I'm 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 onto something. I don't give a fuck about you. I just I just want I just want my my cut in this deal. And 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 then how important it is cold calling, door knocking, and walk us through the process. What was your process when it comes to that? Because I know it all it all comes first from prospecting, right? Right. So, so. Yeah, so going back to kind of how you mentioned about infiltration and the way I sort of do sales, because there's going to be different personality types when it comes to sales and what works for everybody. Um, but just to kind of share what I, how I would go about things is, and this is probably going to sound familiar, is is building and establishing good rapport and a relationship at first, right? Mm-hmm. Um, unless the type of person you're dealing with is an absolutely, you know, type A driver type of personality, which most people I don't really think are. <laughs> uh, I'm very much about establishing rapport, getting to know the person, and then from there starting to kind of wean myself into identifying if there's a way I can provide that product or that service for them. Yeah. Right. And- so, and, and that just goes from the conversation that we're having back and forth and asking the right questions and, and more importantly, mm-hmm. being confident in how you're asking the right questions as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 Of course that man, it sounds so fucking easy, but what you just said right now is pure gold asking the right questions mm-hmm. and not just talking, which is something that happens over here with the people that I'm seeing, they think, it's just you know like like a fucking pimp so and they never shut up and in my experience and, and i've seen you it's more about them and making them talk making them give you all the goddamn information and then you're just like shit sign right here baby ask ask the right questions you know and then shut up just straight up let them do all the talking of course. have oh really wow tell me more Whatever it is that that is, and then guide the conversation so you can ultimately go for the close. And okay. once you go for the close, again, shut up, wait for them to speak. And- so, were you nervous at, at, at first when you were your, your first sales? Fuck yeah, of course. Because <laughs> that's something that happens, of right? Like, oh, yeah. I'm about to talk about money. Huh. Right. What the fuck do I do? That's that's another tough one, right? I mean, that's that's sort of where I kind of. I love it. Right, because because you know, if you were selling chocolates, I was selling chocolates. I was already going straight for the clothes. Those are like immediate clothes. Like you're not asking, like, "Hey, buy a chocolate." You're going straight yeah. for it, right? So you're almost you're almost practicing. Like, but but what's this funny? You ate something, right? But what's funny is that the clothes can be broken up into sections until the big final one. So what I mean by that is, mm-hmm. when you have their attention, you've already done on a some level a micro close. And you have to keep going with that momentum. You know, hey, I'm busy. Oh, I'll be real quick and I'll be out of your hair. Uh, when was the last time? Oh, and then they start talking. Boom, you closed them right there. It was a micro one, but you get you kept them engaged in the conversation. Really? I thought that. And then they're like, well, no, actually. I'm like, oh, wow. And really, that's it. And then you're already having a conversation. So now you already have the momentum moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Right? Yeah. That's, 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 and then again, if you're doing it over the phone, it, the tone and your upswings is definitely one that's going to keep people in as well. And then when you're asking the questions to be more confident and using those downswings are going to help you a lot too. 
I, I, you just did it. Yeah, yeah I did. Did you like that? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> fucking love, man. Shit. Yeah. yeah but again, love. all this comes from just putting your ass on the phone and just talking to people because I would get nervous a lot. Just going back to what you're saying, I would get nervous a lot on the phones and I didn't know all this. But after a while, I, I would just get on there. I If I felt nervous myself, I, a little technique I would use is I would pretend to be somebody who I thought was very confident how they were speaking. I would pretend yeah. to be, uh, you know, anyone, anyone who I, I Grant Cardone, I pretend to be him. Hey, how's it going, Chief? How you doing? And just start talking to him right and and i knew it was it was almost like it's almost like a play like you're in theater right put put on the act entertain them for crying out loud right if they're not entertained and they're just kind of like monotone oh, what do you want they're like oh you know what? you play along with them too on that <laughs> so so it's definitely a lot of trial and error but eventually you'll find your role and even in something that might not be to what they're used to but because you carry yourself with certain enthusiasm and you have that tone of you know authority and confidence you'll keep it going authority yeah i, yeah. I see you jordan bill for shit. yeah yeah, yeah absolutely I, dude that was gonna bring that up. <laughs> sharp as attack how would you say that in fucking Spanish? that would be fucking but, so but that, even even dude, that one yeah i'm using some of that shit to teach it to, to teach them and it works it's, it's so oh, ridiculous beautiful it's fucking yeah it's pretty God, but I, it's not, dude it sounds so funny yeah. in spanish that's what i'm saying <laughs> in spanish i'm laughing my ass off inside of myself I'm like god sound fair enough uh uh de, de, de suena bien? right <laughs> oh <laughs> suena bien? hey <laughs> Because, well, well, let's well, let's let's dive into it. Like, why are people like so responsive like this? The news outlets, the media, the movies that they watch. We need to play to their narrative, right? Yeah. If I come up to them like, "Hi, how?" You know, freaking, you know, just you know, uh, uh, "Hi, how are you?" Like, so stale. And you can their BS alarm is already going off. This guy wants to tell me something. It's done. You're toasted. But if you come in with a little bit more, like. Mm, Right, find that for yourself, or at least, or even gentle. If you're more of a calm down person, hey, you know, and just go into that. That's even still just more engaging and playing to their narrative. So, so would you, you know, for the rookies hearing us, man, would you say that, yeah, whatever the fuck energy you have, um, right, have one extra, whatever it is. If you're calm, be one extra level a little bit. If Good you're, goal. if you're calm, all you have. If you're soft-spoken, yeah, right, you can be soft-spoken and still be very confident in what you're speaking about. Of yeah, of course. Yeah, right, yeah. like just coming in with a lower tone, like I'm doing right now. Hey, yeah. Walk us through how do you you bring your energy up? Because I remember sometimes I would be at the fucking office and I would enter it, and you would be on top of the goddamn chair, <laughs> you know, moving your ass. Right, right. Just, just uh, getting like actually down. on top of the chair and just making the cold uh, calls and yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about like yeah. Uh, if we're going to talk about cold calls, I did call a particular list of cold of uh, like a cold calling list of people that were getting hit tremendously, like an okay. an absurd amount. Right. So mm. those are probably like the the worst of the worst in terms of the people who are getting hit up the most. So when you know that the majority of people who are out there are just being like, I, uh, like extremely boring, that's when I would come and be like, 
you know what? What has made me being a salesman stay on the line with somebody, even when I didn't want to talk with them or do business with them? Yeah. Excuse me. And that would be coming in a little bit more fierce and engaging, especially if per, especially if I know that I'm going to get a strong response from that. So uh, going back to, you know, so if we had somebody who was an expired like that, I would come in with, hi, how are you? You know, I'd, I'd be much more like Jordan Belfort. I really would mimic him too. Yeah, I would just like, hi, how are you today? Hey, I'll be real quick. And like, I just talk the way I'm speaking to you now. I don't care who it is. You know, it's some might even say, oh, that seems a little bit, it could be a lot, but are you going to answer my question when I speak to you that way? Yeah. Hey, how you doing today? Just looking to see if you guys still own that place over on 123 Happy Street. You know, and uh, and yeah, and, yeah. and you can always tell the people who didn't want to answer my question. They'd be like, they'd be like, oh, you sold that about three months ago. All right, excellent. Thank you so much. Hey, by the way, before I get off real quick, and then I'm into the next question just to see if any there's any potential sale whatsoever, right? And and I would, it's I started off. That's where I ultimately got to, but it started off more like, like, oh hi, uh, um, Robert. Oh Robert. Uh, yeah. Um. I just wanted to see if maybe uh, you guys had already sold the place over on. I'm already too slow. This guy's lost. He was lost yeah. from the beginning. He was done with my ass, right? And at this point, this is where I want to go back to working to learn before you earn. I can't expect this guy to buy something from me when I'm sounding like this. If he does, amazing. But I'm working. I got to work on the skills to pay the bills. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you're, sell you're you're telling us and you're telling the audience that selling is something that it's a system. It's it's not something that well, you know, if it, if he buys, shit, oh, I'm in a commission. But it's not something that you should be praying for, right? It's something that you you know what you're bringing onto the game, doing to onto the table. Correct. You know, it's, it, it's yeah, you're always gonna get those lucky ones, and, and sometimes it. It very much can be a numbers game, you know. Just keep calling. Hey, uh, hey, uh, hey, uh. absolutely. Yeah, of course it's, it's but, a number. But at the same time, it's like going to the gym and working out your muscles. You got to work at this constantly and learn how to improve and get better, so yeah. that when you are spending your time on the phone, you can absolutely squeeze everything you have out of this call. Yeah, there's the technique involved. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Actually, you just brought something really important that I want to talk to you, man. Uh, the difference between marketing and sales. I think because of all this shit with Frank Cardone, this, that, and all these self-proclaimed gurus, sales gurus, and fucking millionaires, and fucking social media overall, right? Uh, they believe that sales is the same as marketing. And and, and I, don't, I don't believe it's the same thing, but I want to, I want to see your input on that, man. Sales and marketing. Yeah. being one and the same well if we're talking about face-to-face -face sales absolutely uh, I once I, I think they're onto something on that aspect it's not gonna be everything but it is gonna help to a degree right it's and again we go back to playing by people's narrative right yeah. what do people what do people who don't even know you Pablo why would they respect you just from the way you look right now for instance why would they like how you're dressed like I'm, asking you, like I'm asking you, I'm asking you, like, why would they respect you right now if they saw the way you were dressed right now? Oh, because of the, the, the 
image that I, I'm presenting. Right. right. That, everything that is communicated without words. Right. But they would but, immediately yeah. know that I'm someone who needs to, who needs, um, well, is respectable. Because how you look. Yeah, because of how I look, because right. of how I talk. Well, how I move before I talk. Right. The, the how I look at you, you know, like you already know that there's like an R or something like that. This is someone that I would pay attention to. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and, and I'm just going to touch on the really like obvious for everybody. You have a suit on also. You have a blazer on. Yeah. Right. And a mustache. <laughs> and, 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 and who else wears blazers? Lawyers, people yeah. on the news, the president. Yeah. Yeah. So it's already in everybody's narrative. Right, and this is actually something really funny I learned from RuPaul. <laughs> I don't know if you know who that is. Of course, he's he's uh, when, when he's a man, he yeah. dresses very sharp. He has like a head. sales course and stuff, and uh, yeah, and, and he's just okay, really, really because I, I, he he has like a little tidbits here and there, and he talks about it. And he talks. I'm, I'm literally just quoting what he says. When wow. you you need to play to people's narrative, and their narrative is when you have a suit already, and you're hustling for whatever you're selling chocolates, you're selling tires. I don't care what you're selling, real estate, gold. You have a suit on already you're sold to a lot of people in their mind now when you talk is a different story when you have that conversation is a different story but automatically you're already in a winning side because of that now again if you want to be the guy who wears a black hoodie goes out and does the sales and are killing it awesome perfect you're gonna have to fight a little bit of an uphill battle but it won't be hard especially if you already know how to speak to people right that dude that, it's beautiful so i don't have anything to add to that just break it down the question was marketing versus sales. You just said it's it's both. It's both, right? Yeah. They're not the same, but just both because yeah. the marketing side will bring you the attention. Like, oh, look at this guy wearing a suit. Okay, let's pay. Like, at least, at the very least, it'll give you a gap, a window of right. two seconds, three it, seconds. That, that's enough if you know sales, if you know how to right. sell, right? Right. They're already giving you that opportunity yeah. just because you have a suit on right same thing if we're going to touch on the men and women aspect right if you're oh, a woman cool. statistically Ooh. speaking they're going to want to talk to you longer so already you already filled another gap right so just That's things true. like that uh, if we're going to talk about the marketing image aspect of it talk about equality and shit we <laughs> statistically it's shown and yes. proven that a woman will sell way more than a man just because right. it has the body of a woman and she's a woman and, yeah. and less threatening and this and that so this oh you should see all major all companies it. even the tech companies facebook google you know majority yeah. of their uh, sales people are women part of and, the, the yeah. part I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you man no, 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 go ahead i just want to say that part of of the of what i'm writing in this new book selling with yeah with style but it's in mexico nice for, for for latinos in spanish uh, there's a part, there, there's part of the book that I say, always bring someone else into the closing because a third party is like, it, it softens the whole shit. It helps you because you know, like good cop, bad cop. But if it's a woman, if you can bring a woman to a close, ooh, I guarantee right. you, it'll fucking secure the closing for shizzle my nizzle. Right. It's, it's about <laughs> psychology, man. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. 100%. So, dude. So again. So okay. You, you answered that question. You nailed it. I want to know more about the. Here's something that that, that I've been hearing over here, man. That people don't like to be sold. They don't like to be sold. They like to buy. What do you think about that? Like they they don't want. Answer that question. And I'll, I'll I'll continue, man. 
okay they don't like to be sold they like to buy yeah right so what do you when, about? I, when i hear that i think not being so classic sleazy typical salesman right <laughs> okay. I, I, I i think i think again going back to identifying where they might need a need or want for your service and just asking them questions that makes them basically convince themselves that they want to buy it yeah right and it because that's a great salesman yeah. will always do that you have the person convincing themselves all right great you know it, it's yeah just yeah <laughs> like the, the right questions i mean we, we could talk about yeah. anything because I, I can go on forever about this but yeah essentially no, just ask, it, have them ask the right questions no 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 but you're right that's why i wanted to bring you man because i know you know your shit and i know the conversation is flowing and i love it we're talking about so many different things but we're keeping on track man and it's beautiful and um it's it's you're, you're right man a, a great phenomenal salesman you will not yeah. see them having all the conversation you know they'll control the frame by asking just pushing slightly into towards one direction uh, you know yeah right so it's this right and, yeah. and, and there people is just like oh yeah because little, 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 and then you just bring one aspect that they just said if you're really listening which again to be a good salesman you have to be a good listener right right it's something that that people do not understand over here man and and i think you're a great listener and for some reason here's another question I man why would you say people open up to you so goddamn much Oh, that super that's, power, right? that, and that's so, that yeah one, we've talked uh, about well, this before uh, yeah well, you know it's because of who i am <laughs> let's break it down if you could break it down if you if you if you'd like to teach this yeah. superpower for someone right. else how would you teach it well i think it really comes from my desire to genuinely want to connect and mm. and really just get to know the person um that that has always been something that can also be one of my weaknesses and i've identified that because wow. it has happened where i could have gone in for a close and i let uh that part of me just kind of take over but it if we're gonna talk just in general to your question why do people open up to me yeah i, I do think it's that you know i'll ask specific questions that i know people don't get asked even as simple as wow and how does that make you feel like how are, how are you how are you dealing with that I'll ask them things like that. And when I, they're like, they look at me almost like as if no one has ever asked them that before. Right. You know, Hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I can't sell my house right now. I'm going through a divorce anyways, but you're calling back. Oh, wow. Okay. No, that's totally fine. You know, my, I've been through one myself and, and my parents have also, and is everything going well with that? Uh, how are you dealing with that? And then I'm on the phone with them for one hour, bro. And, and, and we're just going back and forth and I'm getting calls from them now they're calling me and it didn't come from a place of me I, wanting to close a sale or anything it's the, and this happens all the time I, I'm, I'm staying at a hotel right now every time yeah. i walk out my door or i'm at the stop or, or my cleaning lady comes in i have come like 15 oh i think we lost him I think we have a technical problem over here, my dear friends, because Kevin got lost. Maybe his fucking phone that well, his computer died or something. His connection, I don't know, because he he did told tell us that he's in a hotel, 
So maybe I, I don't know what happened, but let, 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 let's carry on. So basically what he was saying is um, I, I was going to tell him, I understand what's the downside of of having way too much rapport with someone and, and, and keeping the conversation. Hello. Oh, there you go. All Damn. right. Hey, I'm sorry. You lost me. That's a hotel internet for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I thought. Yeah. Oh, and we're losing you again. We're losing you again. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Dude, this is funny. This is fucking funny. All right, cool. So I'll, I'll, I'll continue. When he gets back, he gets back. If he doesn't get back, I don't care. You guys have me and that's good enough. <laughs> so again, I was saying that the downside of of keeping that into in that conversation way too long is that you don't go for for the close, right? You are literally deviating yourself from the sale. And and it doesn't look professional up to a point. Oh, come on, man. Yes. Yeah, sorry. 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 Sorry, no. sorry. Hotel yeah. internet. Yeah. No. <laughs> It just as soon as you said that, you, you just froze like eh, hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were doing that new thing on me where they're doing around uh, the internet, the fake freezing. The, have you seen that? <laughs> they just go. So, so basically, we're at... <laughs> <laughs> we're fucking dumb. So to finish up what I was saying, because I was telling the audience, bro, that yeah, I could understand the downside. Uh, and, and why you said it's one of your weaknesses as well, right? It can be, keeping yeah. That, keeping that conversation and having way too much rapport without going in for the close. Right, right. yeah. You are yeah. being, a, you you are, stuck there. first and foremost, you are, you are a salesman, right? You're, you're providing a service. You're not a fucking psychologist or anything like that. So it, it's great, but you deviate yourself from the actual sale. So yeah, this did it, but then you bring them back into the closing or into the sale. Uh, which Jordan Belfort explains the the straight line, right? And that, but I, I understand. But still, that's those questions, man. That's beautiful because I could I could see how people be like, "Wow, no one has ever asked me that before. How do right. I feel in a genuine way?" So it it stems from a genuine desire from to want to help people or want to understand them. But at yeah. the same time, do you do it with a certain technique? When it comes to you know tonality or maybe body language or something like that or no uh i suppose so yeah i'll if i again like it's almost me that's so i do it so unconsciously okay. and it's just you know i see somebody going through something and yeah just coming with a softer tone a little bit more mm -hmm. lighthearted. maybe i'll throw in a chuckle or two if i want yeah. to and i and and i lock eyes with them i think that's a really important one too if you're doing face-to-face -face. i just lock great. eyes Here's a great yeah. question. What if you're on the phone? Do you think they're watching you? Do I think they're watching me? Do you think people I, watch over on the phone? I like to act. They see you. Oh, dude, we, we lost him again. I think, I think, what shit? Come on. This bullshit fucking internet. <laughs> well, audience, you know how it is. Yeah, <laughs> we lost him again. We'll see if we can get him back and then we'll start wrapping it up because we don't want these interruptions again and again over the, up, uh, the throughout the episode. But um, yeah, I mean, I basically just ask him, do you think people see you? That's a good question. Do you think people see you while you're on the phone? And this is something that I've been asking uh, on my last two episodes because, 
Yeah, I'm in. Are you there, Kevin? Um, let's see. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, wonderful. Um, how about now? Can you see me? There we go. I, I can, I'm looking at the time. I, I, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I hope <laughs> okay, it won't cut off this time. I switched over to my hotspot. So hopefully right. we can just uh, edit that out. <laughs> yeah, I won't edit it, man. You know, I keep it real. I keep it raw. You know what I'm all saying? All right, all right, all right. But so, uh, yeah, I hope you got that last tidbit I, I was saying. I think people see you while you're on the phone. Yeah, I act as if I am on the phone. So mm -hmm. I conduct myself with my hands and my the way I'm moving and I'm talking. And it's something about you moving around while you're on the phone that I kind of think transfers over that energy and they can kind of feel it and hear it. It's really funny because one thing I like to share about, you know, if I do all that stuff is, is in the beginning, you're so nervous, you're so in your head, you're, you don't know, you're following a script and you're trying to read off of it that you, you, you're kind of so paralyzed at first, right? And then people can even hear it and they'll, they'll be rude to you. They're asking you how long you've been doing this, etc. But I promise if you keep up with it for anybody, you keep practicing, you start moving fluent like this, even, even if you know that you're not as comp, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? If you're not as, uh, like what? fluent or fluent or uh, what's competent, uh, competent. If you're not as competent in what you're selling, even, even then, if you're acting a certain way, once you start picking up that rhythm and getting it going, all these questions about, you know, Hey, you sound pretty young people being rude to you, people hanging up to you. It goes away. It goes away. And that, that was the biggest surprise to me at the doors too, hitting door knocking. It was when I was like, why are people like less rude to me? Don't ask me dumb questions like, hey, you look pretty young. Hey, how long have you been doing this? Because of the way that you move and you talk, you look like somebody who cannot defend themselves in a, you know, word-to-word -word battle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and, and you said it beautifully earlier. Uh, it's like an act. It's, it's like a fucking movie. So I yeah. consider when, when you're selling, it's like you're a fucking actor. Yes. You put on the show, you entertain the shit out of them, and you're like, yeah, well, you know, believe as if you are, just like Kevin said, and and pretend it actually works it Maybe does work not the greatest fucking advice and, and you're not gonna hear it from any other fucking idiots but we're real i mean pretend right act, it, act. It, if, yeah. yeah if you don't feel like you can be in your own skin for whatever reason because people have a certain level of confidence and it's not necessarily your fault you know you i don't know what the fuck you went through i don't know what type of parents you had or, right. or etc your upbringing but if you're just not as confident in your skin as you like to be just start that is something that can definitely help you because i know i wasn't for a long time and yeah. eventually i came to my own and now i can say fuck you to everybody else and i'm awesome just the way i am and i'm getting and better every day some... <laughs> <laughs> right and, and that's something i learned from you too you helped me instill that in, in, in me as well you and other friends as well man Thank you, man. Yeah, we are. I am pretty much like that. I'm like, fuck you, man. I don't give yeah. a shit. But yeah. sign right yeah, here. Yeah, you're, you're crazy to a degree. I don't go as hard as you do. Fuck, you're just like, fuck everyone. Hey, man, you want some, uh, you want a beer? Fuck that beer. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you and fuck, and fuck your mom and fuck your ass. And fuck you. <laughs> Dude, but nah, man, yeah. I, I am a little bit like that. But, 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 but when I'm, when I put on the fucking sale suit and shit. Oh, I'm, I know it. Yeah, you're, you're like switched that. on. I know. I just you and I just messing around. Yeah. 
I want to, you brought something, I mean, we'll, we'll start to, to wrap it up uh, okay. in, in a moment, but this is so fucking great, man. You brought it up that you were having conversations with just basically everyone, the cleaning lady at the hotel, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, someone at the fucking, uh, you know, farmer's market. I've seen you, you yeah. have yeah. a conversation and you yeah. have the yeah. su superpower. So how important is to engage in conversations for for a rookie salesman for someone who's just getting started a young hustler who wants to make their fucking money whatever the fuck and they're saying oh well i think real estate is, is a good option i'll become a realtor because uh, sometimes they think that while they're at the job they they can have those conversations but then when they are out of the job they're like oh no i couldn't have a conversation about real estate with a with a cleaning lady or something like that like that can you man. talk about that a little bit, man? Man, dude, I can I can talk about so about this a lot in layers. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Because because I mean we go back to you know people telling you to well when you're at work you act this way when you're at church you act this way when you're with your your wife you act this way and when you're with your mom you act this way and it, and, and we coming back to something I learned from our brother Brian Casella about being very congruent with where you're at something I learned from him across the board shout out to him is and he learned just, it from me. And he learned it from me. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and and being that's it's such an important principle and value in me now is to be a good and consistent across the board. And and if you are going to get into this space of sales and business, right, unless you're inventing something, you're a tech person. But if you're going to get in this space, you have to learn how to speak. You have to learn how to communicate to reach top level. And what other way than to be on your way to the grocery store and just stop and have a conversation with somebody, get to know people. And again, that's why making picking up a phone to make a call or talking to the, the housekeeping lady is no different to me, right? They're one and the same, right? How are you doing? How are you doing? I, I, hey, I just happen to be working for this company. I mean, you think you might need this service really? I mean, how would that help you out? All right. I mean, if you had to, you know, when you just start going into it, yeah. you know, I, I, I did the same thing with, a, I won't, I won't go down the road, but yeah, essentially it's super important because it's like constant practice. You know, you think about the black Mamba mentality, Kobe Bryant, right? Yeah. Just, you got to work hard. You got to put the hours in and the hours shouldn't stop just because you're not on the phone anymore. You know, the work shouldn't stop yeah. there. It's 24 seven, you know, uh, how you do anything is how you do everything. That's yeah. something that Brian and I say all the time. And yeah. the congruency part, man, yeah. the first thing that they taught me as an image consultant, you yeah. cannot be any different. So if you're not a suit type of person, then don't be a suit type of person, but wear something that makes you unique and professional and look good and comfortable and especially congruent. Because if you're not congruent, I don't give a fuck if you're wearing a fucking Gucci, Armani, fucking bespoke suit, you come across as fake, uncomfortable, and not real. And people yeah. get that. Even if they're they pick not- pick it up real yeah, quick. For some reason, they, they pick it up. Even, real even if quick. They're, they're, they're not communicating, communication savvy, and they don't know about it, they'll still be like, hmm, there's something Something's off. off. Yeah, always. Yeah. People and know. when people tell you, yeah, but oh, I don't know why, but there's something about you. <laughs> if your energy, are you an Aries? You want them to tell you that because you know you are the right thing. Like, oh, 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 how do you know? Yeah, I'm such an Aries. Yeah. 
I, you know, justifiably boasting. I mean, yeah, getting into Uber cars, again, random meets at the grocery store. I hear it all the time. Wow, you, you have like, you're like a really positive, like you have a really good soul. You have yeah. a really, and I'm just thinking. And I, I'm gonna sell the okay. shit out of you, man. I mean, I mean, if if you knew my, you know, if you knew some of the opinionated things I had to say, you probably wouldn't feel that way. But <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you have morals, same. Yeah, you are generally right. a great guy. Yeah, man. and then and then yeah, it's like, oh man, oh, again, just going back into layers. Like, anyways, yeah. But yeah. You, you mentioned something important right now. Even if you are, well, you said, well, if you're in in technology or if you're creating something like that, you don't have to. This is a good question, man. Do you think sales and communication applies for everyone, regardless of what they're doing, regardless of, of, of the job position that they have, age, whatever the fuck? I mean, yes, it's going to be helpful across any platform, right? Because you go back to Grant Cardone's book about sell or be sold, right? For instance, you know, everybody is selling something at all times, even if you are somebody who's an inventor or tech person. I just say that because, you know, um, generally it's just not something they really have to focus on as much but let's just say right let's put them together right you have two super smart scientist guys who are working on a brand new phone right and they're trying to sell it to an investor i mean who do you think's probably going to get the gig the guy who has a top notch level communication and knows how to sell or the guy who's like who knows his his product could even be better than this guy's but he's just like probably. This one's much, you know, the way he comes in, this guy's going to sell it all day, right? You're, right. You're totally right. right. And sometimes you have something extremely niche. There's exceptions, of course. He has something extremely niche, like Elon Musk, you know, he was, a, he, he's, his communication. Have you heard the guy give a talk? He's just like, yeah, uh, right. But nobody was making electric cars, so, you know, so sometimes there are exceptions like that. But he's smart. He he knows, he and knows how to play the game. He is super smart. Yeah. He knows how to play the yeah. game. I mean, oh, I'm not knocking him at all. Way. Yeah. But he knows how to play the game. I mean, he's not a fucking dumb, like, yeah. like nervous. He, his communication sucks in quotes because he's starters and this, but he knows when to change the subject because I've seen him. And when he gets, when he gets asked a question, the answers are smart. So yeah, I mean, the guy knows. The guy right. Knows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, in interviews he's pretty good. When he's giving speeches, yeah, he can be a little bit cringe sometimes. He's talking more than shit. He, I was gonna say, you're right, man. You can talk to a fucking savior, right? Yeah. To the fucking Lord and Savior, and someone who is gonna give you everything that you want, and someone whose whose product or idea or invention is the best. But if they don't know how to communicate it, they don't know how to sell it, and if they don't know how to sell sell themselves. God damn, it's gonna be boring as shit. And you and I have seen it on on speaking events, which we have not shared the the, the stage yet. Yeah, we will in the future, bro. I love but that. I've seen people that are way smarter, way richer, and way more accomplished and successful than I am, and they're just boring as shit. And and the audience is like, get the fuck out of here, man. They, you lost them. And, and, and I translate that because I love public speaking. I consider myself a salesman, first and foremost, then an image consultant, and then, of course, a public speaker. And and I have a question for you right now also. What do you have to say to people that are kind of afraid of owning the fact that they're a salesperson, that they're a sales, salesman or a saleswoman? Because I'm seeing that, picking up that here in Mexico, they're like, it's like there's something off like oh i'm not a doctor i'm not a lawyer 
I'm a salesperson, and and that's for some reason is like kind of paisa or shady. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What would you have to say for people that are in that? You know, like uh, or a young person, like, hey, mama, I'm a salesperson. <laughs> well, uh, it's gonna have to come down. One, you you have to believe in what you're selling is gonna be helpful for somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, that's. And and tell and I'm telling you, this is coming from somebody who sold jewelry, like high end GIA certified. That's like the biggest and drugs. <laughs> and right, and drugs. And and but no, jewelry is like the like <laughs> it's like one of the biggest windows out there, right? It's it's who crazy. And I only did it for five months, made great money, mind you, but I could only do it for so long because it, it is like you're swacking people left and right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it it is bad. I couldn't do it. Even though I was really good at it, essentially yeah. all I was doing was flirting with everybody, like fucking 67-year-old women and just romancing the piece. That was hard to do. And people did get get, uh, get canned from that job because you could tell that they were having a hard time trying to sell a $16,000 rock to this old lady who just came in for a shirt, you know, who just got off the boat, off a cruise line just to get a shirt. And now she's buying a $16,000 opening up a new line of credit, you know, just go going down the whole road man i was like did did you feel kind of bad on the inside of course yeah but i mean there was some yeah but some if i knew they were like loaded like like there were some people who would come in and be like yeah i'll take that thirty thousand dollar diamond bracelet no problem just get it just get it for yeah no no worries yeah that's something that i want to talk about bro how would you pre-qualify a customer without asking the right questions. I mean, I know that you have to, you know, ask them the questions, this and that, but you yourself, you, Kevin, by watching them, how would you know it's someone who was loaded or someone who was just a looky-loo, someone who was just like, ah, man, that this motherfucker, this nigga has no money. How would I know? Yeah, what's, how would you know? What was your method or something like that? Is, was it the fucking body language or the image? <sighs> that, Okay, so just like targeting somebody just based off of the way that they look? I, I don't know. I mean, just that, I'm asking you the question, man. Like, yeah, you can, yeah. You can talk about image. You, you can talk about the size of you the car. I don't you know. It's all about like girth for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's the funny part. I used to think like that a lot uh, in the sense that I, I would try to find the richest people and stuff. But in terms of how they look, But if I was really trying to target somebody who had a lot of money, maybe I would do it based off of circumstances more than how they actually look. So like if I wanted to sell a million dollar home, then I'm going to go door knock in Beverly Hills, for instance, right? Obviously, everybody there is going to have a lot of money. Or maybe if I was selling, going back to the jewelry store, uh, uh, when I was selling jewelry off the docks in Alaska, the piers, um, I would look for the boats that had like, only like a few thousand people versus the big ass carnival, uh, the Walmart of cruises, right? Like, yeah, yeah, makes sense. Nobody has money on that boat, right? Like, that's just how we think, or like, nobody has money. Like, maybe, maybe some of them do, but nobody. You look at the little tiny boats that have, like, yeah, it's a private, like, you know, only 1200 people on that boat, and it's like, it's like, we're going for them. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. that, okay, cool. That, that's a great answer. Now, to begin to wrap it up, yeah. Uh, how how did you deal or how do you deal with the non-buyers you know the people that are you know naysayers oh no no i don't want no no 
get out of here, no soliciting or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, get the fuck, I don't have time for you. All these type of person does that. They know, do you keep pushing them or how, basically the question okay. to, to, to make it a little bit simpler, how would you deal with objections? Rejection. With objections and rejection. Okay, right. with objections, it'll get to a point if you're just starting off with objections where maybe you'll start running out of things to say, right? And at that mm -hmm. point, and at that point, maybe the conversation is lost. In some sense, there never really are yours any way to lose. So you don't have nothing to lose by continuing. And at that point, just asking another question, even if it's not the best question at the time, because at that point, you're now again, learning more and you're applying yourself. If you can ask one more question than you're comfortable asking every time you get on a phone conversation, you've won because now you've improved yourself. There were so many times people say, you know, I'm, I'm not good. I'm not buying. And then right there, they you'd be like, all right, see you later. And just hang up. Like, okay, totally. I get it. But real quick, before I get, you know, before I get off here, you ask that one more question and you'll feel so big. You'll feel so much better about yourself and the improvements start coming in because you've crossed over a little bit and then at the end of the day if they've rejected you that's that <laughs> the rejection is gonna sting in the beginning right because innately we are human beings and we don't like to be rejected but after a while that shit just becomes like your skin starts becoming like rubber and you grow tough skin and that's just part and part of becoming an unstoppable force when you're so good at handling rejection yeah you're right yeah damn bro you're so woke you am i woke it's just an easy joke guys uh, uh and uh, last two questions man well this is not a question this is like uh, um props to you man that i see you you you're you're starting you're gonna build a new business over there in america we were just yeah, talking about Vegas, that yeah yeah and and it's something i mean i don't know if you want to tell us but uh, i'll keep it on the wraps right now yeah, but i have i, I have could, so uh, many things just, that i haven't planned yeah but that i just want to bring that like mentality into yeah. the fucking podcast you know that you're not doing just one thing you know that no. you'll have a job anywhere a lot in right I'll i don't like money. saying that yeah. i don't like saying that because i don't come from that mentality of a job right right but you stay relevant regardless of what happens in the fucking economy or the, the fucking world because you know how to communicate and you're a great salesman so that mentality man just um how would you what's the word i'm looking for how would you spread that mentality onto the rookies onto the people that are listening to this man of, of keeping always you know i'm i'm having a hustle over here and then i'm selling here and then blah, 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 blah expanding your horizons through enlightening yourself of what is available out there i once heard this saying when i was really young you are everything that you know right okay. you are everything that you know so if so in order for you to to learn more of what out there how you know if if this again is the life that you want and you want to be successful you want the big house you want the big cars uh, eventually you'll find out that that's not everything and it won't make you happy but if you want that nice stuff and being able to provide for your family and loved ones then you got to find out what the people at the top are doing to get there and once you start learning and then you figure out you learn the skills and then you realize that you yourself by applying yourself can get there yourself yeah that that can be the turning wheel that you need to get you to move and, and start 
acting in such a way but and then going back to the the rejection question again just becoming that unstoppable force when you're used to 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 failures or, or ah, this didn't go my way like i love failing i love stress we can take it we could take a look at two different people who get take failures and go oh man i feel i suck i'm never gonna try that again and you can take the person who goes oh man i fucking failed again fuck yeah what did i what did i learn this time how did i grow this time the p and and, and that is so pivotal but that is and though it sounds so simple it's such a hard thing for the normal person to grasp and understand the failures the anxiety the stress you need it it will help you get better i got you know going back to my story got burned alive had father here and there um you know i went through a very terrible divorce with unfaithful unfaithful ex on best friend whole big shebang you yep. keep going through all these downfalls and eventually things will just start to click and get better for you and and yeah that's just uh hopefully i didn't derail but essentially that is that is the way to kind of coming up beautiful because the last question was going to be something about in regards to that man that how what would you say to someone who's just getting started in sales whether it's real estate or yeah. fucking selling actually, i don't know cell phones or whatever the fuck, right that they're hungry they they have no money but they want to have money because you know no money doesn't buy everything but it does give you access to everything that matters right right it doesn't it's not everything but it gives you it's access not to everything. everything i mean shit, right. it gives, it, but it, it does yeah and it, it only amplifies who you are so yeah. that's a whole yeah. other topic the the money yeah. side right because i remember you tell you you told us uh, 200 bucks was a lot for you and you just stopped yeah correct yeah i was like 200 bucks <laughs> yeah okay that's it for me. i made it <laughs> <laughs> which i mean that that's the mentality that for you that was success you were a successful young man a super successful young man because you bought what you wanted you got it from your own shit. that's beautiful yeah identifying your wins that's huge too yeah i, I didn't see it like that at that time i was like i'm broken i can't even believe i got this far Wow, I'm so lucky. <laughs> well, fuck that, right? But you right, said it like, that. yeah, yeah, like that. having those mini closures, mini closures on a sale, yeah. having those mini yeah. wins before mini you wins, get yeah. to the fucking real win. Mm -hmm. I'm just picking up from things that you said, right? Yeah, uh, and just like res resuming in 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 a, in a sense. Uh, I think that's beautiful, man. I think that that's a great fucking te uh, teaching. Uh, th that's a great lesson for anybody who's listening to these, man take it from kevin from someone who's got it really bad but you know what you got that and you transform it like fucking tai chi you yeah. got the energy and you just rush right and and, right. and and it's beautiful man the energy that you bring to the table is beautiful it's contagious it's contagious that, that if, if i would have said some one thing you're <laughs> contagious you know fucking oh, i i love that dude i always just tell myself something similar like that like i was a uh, I used to tell myself a lot when I was young, like, um, I be like a, a light, a positivity, like a light, yeah. a beam of light that you can give to others. And no matter what, you'll always be filled with it. Like, come over here, take some of my light, take, take, take the light. Yeah, go. How much do you need? Here, have some of that here. I'm, I'm unstoppable. No matter what, this light will always keep burning. You know? That's abundance, baby. Woo-wee. No, we're <laughs> really going on. That's good. really going on. That's, that's a teaching on abundance right there, guys. I mean, that yeah. right there, baby, right there. And last question, man. Sales and relationships. Has it helped your relationships? 
absolutely mm. absolutely absolutely wow absolutely mm. absolutely again there's something that goes hand in hand with becoming really good at sales and and your personal relationships because you'll start to identify how you can work better at your communication with your business relationships and then you start realizing wow through learning this i'm starting to realize i have really bad communication in my own personal relationship and and because of that i've, I've come now to learn to identify and pick better relationships substantially better relationships in my life your, your girlfriend pre-quality yeah yeah my current girlfriend right now oh man i yeah i really yeah <laughs> i liked her years before and i never told her <laughs> No, but I was I was watching her and talking to her and studying her like a hawk and just studying her behavior and being like, hmm, hmm, hmm. <laughs> and sometimes I'd be like, hmm, and then sometimes I'd be like, oh, okay, okay, and then sometimes I'd be like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it does help a lot substantially. Shout out to her, man. Shout out to her. She's she's yeah. phenomenal. I know her. You, I'm not gonna mention her unless he mentions her, but uh, I know her. She's phenomenal, and I'm glad you guys are together, man. Fuck Thank yeah. You, brother. On the record, motherfuckers. Uh, on the record. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, shit, I forgot the last fucking question, but yeah, because this is this is the last question. This this is the last okay. segment. And, the last uh, one. The last one. I fucking forgot. I fucking hate when that happens, man. But we just gotta keep keep with it, you know. Keep the momentum. Keep, never keep the momentum. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! No, it was a great, such a great question, man. God damn! Come on, Pablo. Shit, Pablo. Uh, going back to just why you think about that just going back to like relationships not even if you're not if you even if you're doing something in sales and you're still working for like another employer it also just helps you to better establish yeah. have a better established relationships with your superiors and and how you're treated overall you're right well. with everyone with your yeah. family your loved ones with your family right. yeah yeah i remember the question Perfect. How long do you study or do you um, invest in yourself, image-wise, or you know, writing a book, or fucking podcast, whatever the fuck? Every day, in any way, I find a way to improve myself, right? Yeah. Even when I'm out being entertained. Um, I'll watch somebody like, for example, it's so funny. I had a conversation with this, with Shyla yesterday, <laughs> traveling to my girlfriend. And <laughs> we're talking uh, about Shiloh. watching, yeah, watching uh, Dave Chappelle. And okay, yeah, he's so guy. good at one thing that I pointed out, which is he knows how to talk about a topic that's controversial and yeah. make it seem like he's on both sides. Yeah, it, 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 he does it masterfully. Like he does it like, and and I study that people are laughing their ass off. He is funny. I'm like, I love him. I think he's hilarious in terms of he makes, he's a very good comedic. But the way he says things, like he'll talk about guns, or he'll talk about. Um, hey lesbians lesbians um he'll talk about uh black lives matter and it, all that stuff and he makes it sound like he's it's, it's left for interpretation on which side he's on it's so fucking good i'm like damn bro. that's right and, and, and so when i listen to that i'm, I'm studying myself I'm like, okay how can i use that when i'm speaking with somebody else or i'm mm. trying to get my way or perhaps i'm stuck in a rock in a hard spot and um, you know whatever it might be i just i just see how i could apply that myself so now, yeah yeah good. every day in any way yeah of course you listen to today guys i mean you you heard it you heard it from kevin that's that's what's up but that this last bit 
That's beautiful because you're not actually on on, on on a student mode. Oh, I'm going to get in front of the computer and listen to a fucking podcast or uh, get into a course. Dude, you're watching fucking Dave Chappelle, whatever the fuck, maybe chilling, but you're learning from every um opportunity so it's so yeah and it's not to say you know i got, I got yeah. books over there on the shelf right now too and it's not to say i don't have time to study as well but i just use every opportunity oh, that i can to to uh, you know watching the the news guy how he says the things he says in the news um everything yeah that's beautiful man that's beautiful anyway man i want to thank you thank you for your time thank you for your thank you brother for, for, for your words for your advice for sharing your story and all this shit for the people that are listening to us <laughs> i just realized that i said all that shit <laughs> i'm talking about your story i'm sorry I'm, I, I don't say it in a in a derogatory way or in a i didn't think so you know you know us come on now you, you know, know I I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep it classy over here, man. Fucking... All right, keep it classy. <laughs> and I just get, get, get it together, baby. <laughs> it's funny, man. I keep it real. That that's how we do over here in yeah, fucking fashion 100%. matrix podcast. I appreciate you, man, my my, my I brother. Appreciate you, brother. And I am brought up applause, but everything hey, that you're putting out there, you, man. Thank you for everything that you have taught me over the years, and you continue to teach others. You, you're you're amazing yourself, man. Ah, thank you, brother. Thank you. So. Thank you, everyone over here for listening to the Fashion Metrics Podcast. Remember that you can find me at pablomentor.com or style systems with a double S at the end.com. That's my shit. Uh, Pablo Mentor, at Pablo Mentor, anywhere on social media. I'll, of course, I'll add Kevin's um, social media if you guys have any questions for him. Where can they find you anyway? Can you, can you uh, tell us? Instagram probably be the best place at Kevin C. Marks with an X. Kevin C. Marks. Did I ring a bell? <laughs> so, but uh, still, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna tag your Sounds your chat over there, right? And uh, yeah, if you have any questions, just send him a question or send me a question, and we'll keep this going. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, brother. And until the next one. Wait, hold on.